0: You're listening to the Ready to Go podcast, where we equip Christians to engage culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, welcome back to R2G. I'm John Christensen, again with Pastor Dave Gibson. These past few weeks, we have been in Colossians 4, 2 through 6. We're doing a short series on prayer, three episodes. And this is the last episode. We talked about Two episodes ago, the three attitudes in prayer, that we should be devoted and watchful and thankful. Last episode, Dave covered the three aims in prayer, what we should be praying for, for open doors, for the open mouth, and for open hearts, uh, from verses 3 and 4 in Colossians 4. And then finally, we're going to be talking about the three actions in prayer and evangelism. And so I'm going to read Colossians 4, 2 through 6, and then Dave, I'll let you unpack those three actions. Paul says this in Colossians 4, 2-6. Devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving, praying at the same time for us as well, that God will open up to us a door for the Word, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I have also been imprisoned, that I may make it clear in the way that I ought to proclaim it. Conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders, making the most of every opportunity, Your speech must always be with grace, as though seasoned with salt, so that you will know how you should respond to each person.
1: Well, this is a tremendous passage. Uh, I love, again, the theme of Colossians that Paul is writing from this Roman prison, and uh, he's talking about the supremacy of Jesus Christ and the sufficiency of Jesus Christ. that uh, you, It's not Jesus plus anything or minus anything, it's Jesus, 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 Jesus. In him we're complete, we have complete salvation, complete victory, complete forgiveness, and uh, and really ultimately so that in all things Christ would have the supremacy, Paul says there in Colossians 1, 18. Uh, but he's giving some real practical application here to the church at Colossae and to us here as modern day believers. And I love those three attitudes we have in prayer for evangelism, three aims in prayer, uh, things we pray for in the area of evangelism, and now three actions. We need to put feet to this. And uh, information without application produces stagnation. And uh, the Bible wasn't written to increase our knowledge. It was written to change our lives. Uh, Jesus said he who has my commandments and keeps them he it is who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and disclose myself to him and the more we obey him and we walk that life of faith and trust and obedience in Christ the more he discloses himself to us I love that scripture first of all he says be wise in the way you behave towards outsiders and uh that's unbelievers. How, how are we behaving towards un, unbelievers? And wisdom is seeing life through God's perspective. And wisdom from above, James describes it in James 3.17. It's, it's, uh, it's pure, and it's peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruit, unwavering, without hypocrisy. That's really an incredible definition of wisdom. And to be wise, are we walking in purity And uh, peaceable and gentle are we reasonable, full of mercy and good fruit. And this whole idea of being unwavering without hypocrisy, there's so much hypocrisy. And that was one of the things that kept me from coming to Christ early as a young guy. I was disillusioned with church and organized religion. And I can relate to so many people in my testimony who are experiencing that same kind of dynamic. But the earthly wisdom he describes is uh, selfish and natural and even demonic but the proverb says, he who is wise wins souls. And uh, I, I've often said a couple of reasons people don't come to Christ is they don't know any Christians and nobody's ever shared the good news with them. But the other reason is they do know Christians. And they say, if that's what it is, I don't want to have a lot to do with it. And so we've got to really live a life of wisdom and be wise in the way we behave towards outsiders and uh, live that life of wisdom. Jesus always met people at two points, a point of interest and a point of need. And, and uh, the second point, he, uh, besides being wise in the way we live our lives, uh, he says, make the most of every opportunity. So we need to be wise, and then we need to be, be opportunistic. Uh, look for those opportunities. Uh, in season and out of season, Paul said, preach the word and do the work of an evangelist, he told young Timothy. Fulfill your ministry, and uh, we need to look for those opportunities in restaurants, gas stations, airports, Uber rides, Lyft rides, and uh, times in the classroom in our neighborhood, wherever we are, uh, to be opportunistic, to make the most of every opportunity. And sometimes it's just a cup of cold water in Jesus' name. It's not always where we've got to close the deal, and but uh, we want to be seed faithful seed chuckers. Sow the seed broadly, you know the parable of the sower and the seed. He didn't analyze the soil. He sowed it out there. Some fell on hard, hard soil. Some on shallow soil. Some on thorny soil. Three out of four soils weren't receptive. But the fourth soil even had varying degrees of fruitfulness there. So, but the word is effective, and it never returns void. But so, make the most of every opportunity. We want to sow that seed broadly, and let our speech and our conversation be full of grace. Be gracious, be wise, be opportunistic, and be gracious in how we communicate so that we know how to respond. That's a purpose clause, so that I may uh, uh, know how to respond to each person. I uh, I always look to, for those opportunities. We talked about open doors, and uh, one uh, kind of interesting uh Encounter I had here a couple of weeks ago, I was was heading out to the airport and uh, had a lift ride from a guy named Bruce. He was uh, probably in his early 70s, and half of the ride out to the airport, I just wanted to get to know his story, talk about the three life stories, his story, my story, and hopefully have an opportunity to share God's story, the gospel story with him. And uh, Bruce uh, had had quite an interesting background, Uh, went to the Air Force Academy, played hockey there. I actually had a tour of uh, multiple tours of service in Vietnam, flew 154 missions in Vietnam. And we were able to connect on that Vietnam piece uh, because I've been there every year since 1994, except the the COVID year. First time I hadn't gone back to Vietnam. We got a real extensive uh, ministry going on over there. So we knew uh, cities. Uh, Benoit was where he was stationed, and we had actually planted a church in Benoit. So it was really, a, we had some just incredible conversation. And uh, I was looking for this opportunity, and I, I said, hey, Bruce, uh, about midway through our trip to the airport, I said, do you mind if I share my story with you? And uh, he was actually riding a lift. I said, well, you must get military retirement. You don't need to be doing this. He said, yeah, I golf a lot. You love golf. So we we got off on the golf discussion too. But he he did lift riding to uh, support his golf habit. And... Uh, so I, I shared my story, how Christ had just totally changed my life. And, and uh, that a guy asked me a question once that I really couldn't answer. If I died today, if I knew for certain I'd go to heaven and have eternal life. And, and uh, the guy said, uh, e- eternity's way too long to be wrong. And I couldn't answer that question. I said, Bruce, how would you answer that question? He said, absolutely not. He says, no doubt. And I don't have a clue. And I said, would you like to know? He said, yeah, I would. And it was such a blessing. And uh, the Lord just opened Bruce's mind and his heart. We had an incredible conversation, got to the airport, and I said, Bruce, is there any good reason you couldn't put your trust in Jesus right now? He said, no. I said, would you like to pray with me? to? Uh, we could tell God right now what you just told me, and we together we could invite Christ into your life. And he paused and I had to process it, and I've learned I don't want to try to play Holy Spirit in a person's life. I say, you know, Bruce, the Bible says today is a day of salvation, but I this is between you and the Lord, not between you and me. And in the end, he says, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And so he's processing it. So if you think of it, pray for Bruce, and uh, I'd rather have a person really make a solid faith uh, response, and uh, that's prompted by the Holy Spirit, not prompted by my my clever presentation. So. So exciting, but I would try to use wisdom in uh, dealing with uh, Bruce and I tried to make the most of the opportunity and wanted my speech to be seasoned with grace. And it was really an, a, an emotional conversation and uh, one that I, I won't soon forget. And uh, just looking for those opportunities. Well, we uh, finished Colossians here. We have an attitude, three attitudes in prayer, three Uh, aims in prayer three actions in prayer and we finish that here today be wise be opportunistic and be gracious in your dealings with others let me close uh just this little three part uh, series with a quote i love from charles spurgeon he says if sinners be damned at least let them leap to hell over our dead bodies If they must perish, let them perish with our arms wrapped around their knees, imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, let it be filled with the teeth of our exertions, and let no one go there unwarned and unprayed for. So glad we can uh, have this opportunity to encourage people in their walk with Jesus, the supremacy of Christ, the sufficiency of Christ, and just a great textbook uh, instruction on how we can u- do, combine prayer and evangelism and be effective witnesses for Jesus Christ.
0: That's a great word, Dave. Thanks so much for sharing. And we really do hope that, that this encourages you, this unpacking of, of Colossians 4, 2 through 6. And next week, we are going to be looking at some practical tips for how to share in different situations. Dave is going to be going through a series of, of common opportunities that he has. So you'll hear him talk about on a plane or with an Uber driver, and he'll frequently bring up those stories. And how, how does he actually do that? So we're going to be diving more into the details of, of those encounters and uh, just really frequent opportunities that the Lord brings us and brings along our path so we hope to see you next episode but until then keep sharing jesus let's go